0: Every day, we have the opportunity to derive inspiration from natural beauty. And because I live in Colorado Springs, there are many opportunities to actually see natural beauty. Often when I'm driving down the street in Colorado Springs, I look up and I can see snow on the mountains and it's so beautiful. Or I can see the early morning purple mountain majesty. And for those of you who don't know, the song America the Beautiful was written right here in Colorado Springs from the top of our tallest mountain in the town, which is Pikes Peak, which is more than 14,000 feet above sea level. So when I see this beautiful purple mountain majesty, which really is a real phenomenon, especially early in the morning, you can see it, also in Colorado. I've lived in other places where you can see rainbows. However, here you see lots of rainbows in the summer, and frequently there are double rainbows, a double arch across the sky. And in a lot of places where I've lived, you only see a piece of the rainbow. Here you can see where it starts from one end of the earth, arches all the way over, and lands on the other side. It is just so phenomenal to see that. And you know, sometimes I can see the sun and the moon in the sky at the same time because the sun is going down and the moon is rising. So the greater light is retiring for the day and the lesser light is coming up for the night. I love seeing this and I love seeing when the moon is that size, when it's gigantic and huge and sitting right at the top of the horizon. Very, very beautiful here in Colorado Springs. Or if sometimes just driving down the street and it's been snowing, especially a nice spring snow, and the snow is on the evergreen trees. Oh, that is just a phenomenal sight. And I say spring because I don't like really driving in the snow when it's dangerous. However, frequently in the spring snows, the driving surface is clear. It's fine. The snow is just on all the trees and the grasses and the bushes and so on. And it can be so breathtaking. Sometimes as I'm rounding a corner and Pikes Peak emerges and I see it, or if I see the snow on the trees, I almost just have to stop. And in the moment, I just have to tell God, thank you for the beauty which you've provided today. Thank you for the beautiful place where I live. Now, my husband, Greg, is an amateur photographer, and he loves to take photographs of God painting the sky. And the sky is not always the same, it's very dynamic. So sometimes those photographs will show a pink and blue sky, and it looks like a watercolor painting. It's so gorgeous. Other times, the sky is yellow and it's orange, and other times, You'll see white billowy clouds, and sometimes there'll be those dark gray, more foreboding kinds of clouds in the sky. And one of his favorite things to do is to take pictures of the moon in all different stages and phases. And those moon pictures are very beautiful as well. And often when I'm running around busy and I'm about to go to my next meeting or appointment, he'll stop me and he'll say, let me show you these pictures, and it will be an inspiration for your day. And sometimes I don't want to stop. However, I'll tell you this, I'm always thankful when I do, because whatever he shows me, it is an inspiration for my day. Now, I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and I remember the homes of two people in particular that I really loved when I was growing up. One family that I used to visit They had a house right in the middle of the woods, and there weren't any houses that you could see right around them. There were houses nearby, but the woods were such that you really couldn't see where those houses were. There was a lot of land between each house. And this house was in the woods, so many tall, beautiful trees. It was really quiet. It was on the outskirts of the city. I loved going there because it was peaceful and it was really beautiful. It was one of my favorite houses, so much so that I said, one day I'd like to live in a house in the woods. That's never happened. However, I always had that picture of that house in the woods. Another home that I really loved was a house that was really in the city, and it was right next door to plenty of other houses. It was one of those traditional kind of row houses, as they're called in Baltimore, where the houses are attached and they're right next to each other. However, this house was in a heavily treed area, beautiful, tall, mature trees all around, all on the property of the house, all on the entire street. And the house set up, all the houses set up but a little hill. You had to go up a lot of steps to get up to the front door. However, if you came down the steps and you were on the sidewalk, then you see the street, the driving surfaces where cars were. And directly on the other side of the street from where the cars were driving, there was like a ravine in the middle of the street where there was a brook, like a babbling brook of water that flowed all day. And you could hear the water flowing. I love that home because of the trees and that, that babbling brook that was going by. And in fact, the lady who lived there, She often would say, oh, I don't really like it here and I want to move. And I just couldn't understand why she would want to leave such a gorgeous place of so much inspiration every day from natural beauty. Also, growing up in Baltimore, frequently, we would go over to Washington, D.C. occasionally. And there's a street in Washington, D.C. that was called 16th Street. And on that street, there were these huge and beautiful Homes like mansions, and the trees were tall and big and beautiful, and they kind of overhung in the street. And I said, One day I would love to live on 16th Street in Washington, D.C. Now, I never actually got to live on 16th Street. However, when I was in the Army, I did work at Walter Reed Hospital when it was in Washington, D.C., on 16th Street and Georgia Avenue. And so every day, I got to drive down 16th Street as I went to work and to see that beauty as well. So from my current home in Colorado Springs, I can look out the front window and I can see Pikes Peak. We don't have any woods here, but we do have the mountains and it is still very beautiful. And Pikes Peak changes with every season and every day and also at different times of the day and whether there's clouds rolling by or not. So every day there's that feast for the eyes of natural beauty. Now, even though I live in the mountains, my true place of inspiration is the ocean. And growing up on the Atlantic Ocean in Baltimore and right there with the Baltimore Harbor, I love the ocean and it's my place of true peace and creativity. When I am in a hotel room at the ocean, I make sure that I have an ocean front room where I can just look out the window or be on the balcony and see the whole expanse of the ocean and hear the waves crashing against the rocks. And I like to keep the window open at night so I can hear it all night and so I can also see it as well. When I hear the power of the water of the ocean, I feel most in touch with the power of God. That ocean is such a dynamic movement and the ocean is teeming with life. I love that. When I need to do some strategic thinking about my business and to think about next steps and what might be a possibility in the future, I always go to the ocean. And in fact, when my mother died, and I was in a really busy season, and when that season ended, and it was right after Christmas, I took a trip, just a solo trip to the ocean, because that's my place of peace, rejuvenation, and it's the place that refills my personal cup. And after I spent my few days at the ocean, then I came back home to the mountains, So when we're around all of this natural beauty, it inspires or can inspire thanksgiving and gratefulness, and it can inspire more expansive ideas. And those expansive ideas come from the master creator who is speaking to us through his creation. Now, I also love cities. I'm really very fond of New York City, as a matter of fact. I love the energy and the vibrancy of the city. I know it can be a concrete jungle. However, I like the noise. I like the sounds. I like the people in the city. And yet at the same time, it's challenging sometimes. I'm walking down the streets with all those big buildings and the light is obscured. So it can be darker earlier in New York City just because the buildings are so tall and they're blocking out the sun. That's very different from when I lived in Kansas, where there were beautiful, beautiful sunsets every day and you could see the sky. There was no encumbrance, no barrier, no impediment. Not even the mountains were an impediment there. You could see the whole horizon, or sometimes in Hawaii, beautiful sunrises as well for the same reason, because there's no impediment. So even if you live in a city, a big city like New York, you have to make time sometimes to get out of the city to see the natural beauty or in the city to go to Central Park or some other place where you'll see some trees, where you'll see some grass, and you'll see nature and what God has created. And so today, the reason why I'm mentioning this as a business person, not only do you need the peace, the rejuvenation, and the refilling of the cup, it helps to refresh your mind for the innovation and creativity that's necessary to think of the responses, solutions, and answers to the challenges in your business, and in your life. So remember to take time to be in God's beautiful nature. And I want to end today by reading the verses from Psalm, the 19th chapter. And it says, starting with verse one, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. So listen, listen closely to the voice of God's creation and what he may be saying to you through all that he has created. As an executive business leader, you have many difficult decisions to make every single day. And it's important to think about how do you develop your people? How do you launch and develop high-performance teams? And how do you create a culture that wins every time? If you would like to take a look at your organization and to talk about the wisdom and guidance that would propel you to create a best place to work and also competitive advantage, then I invite you to apply for a consultation to work with me. Go to my website, www.transleadership.com, go to the services page, and under organizational consultation, you will see a tab that says Contact Us that's where you request a consultation. So if you are an executive business leader in a medium to large size company, then I look forward to receiving your application and having a conversation with you. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me,